And he's a little Ranty McRanterson. It's cute. Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. We're calling you. Pick up your own. Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. We're calling you. Pick up your Hello and welcome to another episode of Calling. Monroe, my final episode as a 28-year-old male. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by our little friend, Guillaume. Guillaume, how are you? Uh, I'm good. Are you a 28-year-old male? No. Are you a 29-year-old male? Yes. Oh. Uh, Monroe is, is Monroe 28, 27, 29, he's 34? Like, he's like 27 or something. Oh, shit. So, I, Do you know one thing? What? It's show 11. Yeah. I was going to make a joke. Okay, do it. It goes all the way to 11. Hey, 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 hey. I was just reading about that yesterday, Spinal Tap. You know, I've never seen that movie. What? Yeah, I know. After I saw it, I understand a lot of jokes. So should I watch it? It's it's not the most fun movie. If it came out today, would it be popular? It's a mockumentary. Okay. And I don't know. So you don't, you're not going to answer my question? I mean, I mean, I mean people, people like The Office. Yeah. This is a type of that. Yeah, true. Because uh, Office is a mockumentary, you mean? Yeah, I mean, is it? I don't know, is it? I no, thought it, I thought it I was mean, a documentary. Oh, yeah, it is a documentary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, should we keep talking by ourselves or should we call Monroe? <laughs> yeah, I, li- I like talking to you. Oh, okay, fuck Monroe. For, for the sake of the episode, let's call him. Yeah, just because we're called calling Monroe. We'll yeah. just make him not talk. All right, let's call Monroe. What's up, folks? Hey, Monroe, have you seen Spinal Tap? Is it is, is Spinal Tap a, like a medical procedure or like... It's, no, it's... Uh, it wait, goes up to 11. It's called We Are Spinal Tap or something. What's the movie actually called? I think it's called... This is Spinal Tap. This is Spinal Tap. Yeah, it's called This is Spinal... It's from 1984. It is a an American mockumentary about a band. Nice. It's, it's good. Um, it's really good. It's, it's got really 7.9 IMDb. 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oof. Oof. Uh, I've, it, I've, it's like it's like a subtle jo- uh, com- comedy. Subtle okay. Comedy. So its IMDb rating is seven point nine out of eleven. Out of oh, el- of course. Out of eleven. Of course. Yeah. Oh, I never noticed that IMDb is out of eleven. No, it's not. No, it's, it's out of for, ten. It's but for, for this, this movie. specific movie. Uh, because like it goes an up joke, to eleven. Yes. It's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> uh, how are you guys? Uh, you you know you both know that it's my birthday tomorrow, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> I sent okay. you I sent you a present weeks ago, which hasn't yeah. arrived yet. So I'm hoping you're just going to turn up, and then I can call it a birthday present. That's the reason uh-huh. why you were asking for his address. Yeah. Oh hell. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh hell. Yeah. Have you ordered me a present, Guillaume? No. Oh. What do you want? So, what do you want? So I want something that's worth uh, one one great British pound for every minute that I've spent editing this podcast. That's Oof. too much. That's too, too much. <laughs> do you want to know what I got you? Because I don't think it's going to turn up. I, it will turn up eventually. I ordered a package in uh, in April from uh, from Germany, and it turned up in late June. Okay, let's not talk about that. Then. That's boring for the listeners. But I 
um, scared and excited today for two separate reasons. Excited because, well, we should all be excited. 1,000 listens, baby. Yeah. We yes. are so popular. Uh, nice. Popularist. Popular by, what was the word we had? Like the majority, but not more. Oh, than plurality? 50%. Plurality. Maybe. We're, we've gotten some uh, some downloads now and in, in, in listens, if you will, in uh, in Australia. Australia? I don't know. I went for a weird Australia. accent. Australia. Australia, mate. Australia. Australia. There we go. Is that a bad? Is that good? Australia. Uh, isn't it? You're, if you just pronounce it like you would the word that's spelled S-T-R-A-Y-A. Australia. 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 S-T-R-A-Y-A. Australia. No, they say they say the Australia. Stryer. But if you if you if you Google Stryer, 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 proper noun, Australia. Did you know that? Uh, I don't remember which one says what, but in like New Zealand compared to Australia, that they have like the word duck means dick in the other language, in the other accent. Mm. So when one says duck, the other one understands it dick, and when the other one says dick, they understand it's duck. Do you understand? So do you want to come, understand it come around dick, and yeah. help me build my deck in the garden? Could, uh, yeah. could then they erect would my deck? Yeah. Isn't it? Would you, do you want to help me erect my deck? Nice. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you, you presented the uh, IMDB 7 version of my joke. What? What? Oh, no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you guys want to... I'm going to throw out a... a pseudo skill early on in the podcast fuck me say, i also have a skill i also say 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 beer can with a british accent beer, beer can. can and then say bacon with a jamaican accent bacon bacon it's the, it's the same <laughs> beer can <laughs> beer can beer can I, I, yeah. I also have an amazing skill if you look at the palm of your hand Right. What's the opposite of it called? The back of your hand. Uh, the back of your hand, back yeah. Back of your hand. Okay. If you're our age. 28, in my case, 29, your case, but how old are you? 28, baby. Oh, ah, shit. You guys know it's my birthday tomorrow, right? No. no. Oh, okay, it is. When anyway. is your birthday, Monroe? 28th of June. Okay. I'm a young 28. Uh, okay, so uh, what I was going to say, the, the back of your hand, it, mm -hmm. looks, it looks pretty old. No. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? It's do you have like liver spots and? Yeah, I mean it's unusually yellow. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Yellow with with, with like uh, bruises on. No joke. It's, it's... Are your veins like very uh, old looking? Yes. Huh. No, I would say I look my age or maybe younger. No, I look my age. Is it not? Was this not a skill? No, this is the furthest from a skill we've ever had. <laughs> this is even further from a skill than some of my skills. Yeah, this is less of a skill than the stupid bottle thing. Okay, but we're not at that part in the show episode, so it it didn't count. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So, uh, oh no, I was just going to say that uh, our uh, I have a topic today, but it's related. The the listeners need a little bit of background. Okay, um, we we as a as a team as a mm -hmm. unit mm -hmm. had our uh, our what you could, I think what you could kindly describe as our first domestic today uh, yeah. there was as as in any good relationship there was a, a communication breakdown that caused of course that caused uh <laughs> caused the uh the upset 
Um, mm. But I have a little. Uh, so I think I've brought this up before. There's a book called uh, "You're Not So Smart." Yeah. Um, and basically, after this little little uh, little upset, we'll call it. I wanted to rant. Or I fucking. I wanted to. Oh, but I'd read the book. You're not so smart, and I was like, I'm not going to rant because ranting feels good, but ranting is not good because all ranting leads to is more ranting, according to, to most of the psychological studies. Where basically, if you piss someone off, and then you either go with that mindset of thinking, oh, you know, if you have all this pent up anger and you don't, eventually you'll just explode. So you need some vent for it. Mm. Or if you actually just don't vent and you cool it off, conventional thinking would say that you're just going to build up that anger. But actually, what actually happens in the experiments is that if you just cool off and you don't vent, you will be less angry and venting just feels good. So it just encourages you to vent more next time and get more angry. I mean, that makes sense because you're just focusing on being angry and you'll be angry for longer. Yeah. This is something in particular, Ragnar, I think you should reflect on, you little ranty McRanterson. Excuse? You nag. Excuse? (laughs) That's an entirely different point. (laughs) Whatever, whatever, boys. No comment. (laughs) Nice. You didn't rant. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It is a good point, though, because it makes a lot of sense, you know? Yeah. And you see, like, these, like, stereotypical drama queens whether these people will sit and just like in depth discuss the things that are pissing them off and like talk about it to everybody that surely that would like become your life says me i'm all i talk about is is rainbows and butterflies (laughs) so like i can see like if that's if that's what you focus on all the time that's what you're going to become you are what you eat if you will nice so i'm a bagel you are a bagel i'm currently uh brownie cookies i decided fuck the system Uh, i'm 28 years old for the last time ever i baked myself an entire batch of brownie cookies uh and i'm just gonna eat them and because we're recording afternoon like Mm -hmm. uh, we were gonna record in the morning so i was gonna this was gonna be my first coffee episode Mm. Uh, because it's the afternoon then cheers boys yes fun fact about bagels they're jewish along with what pickles along with fish and chips so many things to thank and, jewish and people for i had no like, idea like smoked salmon i don't know is it uh, locks yeah like it's so i i'm gonna stop you real quick and um, they're not i wouldn't say they are jewish right? can, I like, men- <laughs> can i mention one another thing that is jewish that i really like food yeah. challah uh wait this is something that we've eaten together yeah what challah. is it what is Kala. it? What is it? It's it's a bread. Oh yeah. This oh, is, is this the bread that you have for Friday night dinner? Yeah. That shit they're like, they're is like, good. Oh, they like rip it or something and then yes. throw it at you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We have. I, this I with, made with I made it a few times. I made it mm-hmm. a few times. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's it's so good. So in London they have these Jewish bagel shops and they're they're so good. You go in there. I've honestly never seen a human make anything so quickly. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna resist the joke there. Uh, so she <laughs> she took the bagel, she she cut it in like half as you do. She smeared it with fucking cream cheese. She put a, like a bit of smoked salmon on it, and she cut an egg, like a hard boiled egg. She like sliced it as you do with eggs, like into all these slices. Put it on there, closed the bagel up. She did this whole thing in about a second and a half. That's what she said. It was just like. <laughs> It was like start making bagel, bagel finished. It was fucking like it was out of this world. Nice. I I, I just had to bring the punchline for you. Yeah, uh, I'm. Uh, yeah, 
So can you say that Jew- are they Jewish? Like they're not of the Jewish faith, the bagels. No. no. I- I've heard that. They are a creation. You're of supposed to say Jewish. Jews. Yeah. Jewish. What do you mean you're supposed to say Jewish? You're not supposed to say, call them a Jew. Yes. Yeah. Like I think. Yeah. I mean. That does not connect to this. No. <laughs> yeah. But I uh, like, regardless, bagels definitely aren't a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> i love bagels i have bagels a lot so uh the best thing like i eat this more than anything probably uh no pizza probably more than anything but this other thing i have uh, cinnamon and raisin bagels with tuna salad this is like my Mm. fucking favorite i could eat this for the rest of my life great one year in aberdeen i uh i was coming back to fourth year and you know in the uk it's the best you can order food from grocery stores and have it delivered to you it's yeah uh, I also used to do this thing where, you know, your first order at a shop, you get like a, some discount. Mm-hmm. So I used to sign up with a new email every single time and, you know, et cetera. So I'd get these discounts. Uh, then I also saw that tuna was on some offer. So I ordered, uh, I think, 50 cans of tuna and some beer. And that was the only thing I ordered from this online shop. <laughs> and I just ate tuna salad for as long as I can remember. You're and it was wonderful. I still eat tuna salad almost every day, yeah. Mm. I have kind of a uh, controversial opinion when it comes to to food on mm-hmm. the topic. So you know when you're you're eating food and it comes to the end of the meal and everyone's all full and there's a bit mm-hmm. left and people and people are all oh just just finish this bit finish this bit like don't 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 waste it mm-hmm. you know yeah. yeah yeah I'm gonna put it out there that I think eating the food in that moment is more mm-hmm. wasteful than binning it. Agreed. Oh, that was easy. It's obvious because. You're already I'm full, right? Si- I'm gonna stay silent here because I'm already fat. <laughs> <laughs> so is Monroe. Yeah, baby. Corona kilos don't count, though. You're already full, right? So you're not nourishing yourself. You're mm. you're literally just making yourself self fat by finishing this food, right? Yeah. You could save it for later and eat it when you're hungry. That's that's not wasteful. No, obviously. But by making yourself more fat, uh, would you say that you're making yourself more hungry later? The thing is eating finishing it and become fat that's more expensive for the society yeah yeah true this is going to make you really really fun at a dinner party when they're trying they're trying to uh feed you the leftovers <laughs> like uh, actually this is really bad for society guys i really don't like what you're trying to make me do here <laughs> you got a point though you should normalize that shit yeah i thought that was going to be so much all right here's this is one that's going to get people then if that was that, i thought that was going to be more controversial than it was all right reading the news is a waste of fucking time. Fucking amen. I've I said this to you when we lived in Iceland. I said to you, the news is a waste. I, I you often said this. I have no. I do not understand that. Because so I said this to you uh, in the hot tub or something. I said to you, the news is a waste of time, and you disagreed with me. You talked about being an informed citizen. You talked about all this shit and how you needed yeah. to stay up to date and yeah. everything. It's yeah. bullshit. It's yeah. bullshit. So the news is it's entertainment packaged as an important social role and it's yeah. i think it's actively harmful oh describe describe you stepped over you, the line a little at the end you're, there. You're, just, <laughs> you're just saying stuff so so okay the news is at, at current i think the news is entertainment it's not uh it's not worthy information so there is there is journalism that's important like uh long form investigative journalism a lot of the time and mm-hmm. some like reporting on very specific events but by and large the news uh, is just it's basically become porn right like do you mean like do you mean like like in the tv you mean news in the tv 
Or you just mean uh, like news media I mean, in general? The news media by and large, because so there's an example. I was sitting at a bar in mm. uh, Denmark a few years ago, and mm. it was like somewhere, you know, somewhere left after 11 p.m. at night. Uh, we were sitting there having a few beers, and it was just like a night out, and there was maybe like 10 of us sitting at a table, just like, you know, at a bar drinking beer chilling and then all of a sudden people's fucking phones went off with this like uh, bbc app breaking news thing and they all looked at it and they're like oh my god there's been a, a shooting in somewhere what is the what is the benefit of people in copenhagen sitting at a bar getting a breaking news alert for some shooting somewhere like they're what is Ragnar, the benefit to them as citizens Ragnar, is yeah. the problem the news or the notification setting for those individuals So it's the packaging of the news in that case, right? But it's also the fact that this this sort of thing needs to be reported immediately. There's no real need for people in Copenhagen to know this immediately before it's been digested. So it's the notification part that you do not like. Mm, yeah, but the notification part is part of the like the overall theme of what the news is these days. That it's like it's part of the 24-hour news cycle. I think my problem is the 24-hour news cycle in large. Like new like news Mm-hmm. Are important so you know that what's happening. To an extent, you don't need to know most of the things that are happening. Monroe, can you weigh in on this? See, see, see. <laughs> if you, if, see, if you would check once a week, yeah, it wouldn't matter. Once a week, like that sort of thing, is much, much better. Yeah. Like I do not turn on a notification for any news. I just when I look, I look, and that happens basically once a day. But yeah, once a day, I think is too much. Monroe, you brought up this topic and you've stayed conspicuously silent. Yeah, so my kind of view on it is is taking a slightly different angle, um, but kind of getting at the same point, which is just, just that listening to the news doesn't change anything about the actions you take in your life. Mm-hmm. With beyond beyond, I'd say beyond climate change, I have never acted on anything that I've heard in the news. Like I feel like people will be like, "Oh yeah, but what about your voting?" Like I, most people vote the same throughout their entire life and don't really change. Like yeah. you're basically kind of ingrained as a as a mm. lefty or, or a righty and people don't really change that much there but even if so that's once every four years and apart from that like the, so for instance the one of the big news stories at the moment is all about the chinese being uh dicks to the uyghur muslims in china and putting them into horrible concentration camp like stuff and it's despicable and i have literally done nothing about it as has i would bet every single other person who has read that story basically but is is it better to not know I, well i'm not saying it's better to not know but the news takes up a certain amount of time and it takes up a certain amount of energy and bandwidth and what you're doing you could use that time to do something that you might actually act on or change or just be I, I interested think, in one aspect of the world. I think like you're also in a bubble a little bit because I think there's a lot of people that do not care. They do not listen and do not know about it. Maybe. But I think there's an important distinction to be made in that the news is not the only way to get informed. And I don't think that it is anywhere close to the best way to get informed. How else would you get informed? I mean, what is what is Wikipedia? What is anything so, other than like but Ragnar wouldn't it be best to check a lot of media if you want to exactly know a lot about one subject so uh, yeah on that subject I'm going to do uh, the week should sponsor us this is this going to be our next plug for trying to get a sponsor <laughs> the week is a news as a news magazine uh, I think it's mostly a UK news magazine but what they do is they get uh, the main stories from the week 
and they don't actually write any of their own articles really they do they write a few of their own articles but most of the main stories are all they just take uh, a very short uh, version of an article from different newspapers across the spectrum of political views and then amalgamate mm-hmm. them into one news article on that topic so you get like the the different perspective on than the different reporting on that one topic, as opposed to just going for BBC or whatever. Yeah, uh, and it gives you very concise weekly updates on the news, which is good. I have just unsubscribed from them today, though. <laughs> oh, uh, but that's only because I wasn't reading it. But if you're gonna watch the news, like, would you say that it's better to do that, or would you say it's better to go to like AP News and, and Reuters that are just they're like the news sources where all the other news people get their news from? So they are. They don't comment on it in any capacity. They just say this happened. I don't know. I think having someone else's. Do you need commentary? It helps because no, I don't. It, I don't have sometimes. the the understanding. Like you'd ha- you like to think that if you're a war p- reporter or something, then reporting on on something that's been going on in uh, Iraq, then you would like to think that they are able to put information into context and interpret it in the same way that if you just read facts about goings on in a hospital. You wouldn't be able to. Uh, you you'd hope that like a nurse or someone else could put it into uh, context would help you understand it and understand it. But but the thing is, I want to know the daily news just like raw. I do not want to put any comment on it. That, then it's the things that I just mentioned. Yeah. AP or and then writers. and then in general, I just wanna. Then I want to read if if I'm not sure what the thing is about. I want to be able to go and read about it. A commentary on the subject. Yeah. So in general, everyday news, I do not need a comment on it. Yeah, I just need to know what happened, and then to understand what the subject is about, I would like to read more about it with a commentary. But like, yeah, I mean, so daily I guess news should be cold and raw, while to get the understanding, I I want to read more. I just I'm not convinced by the fact that uh, things are necessarily always so super important by virtue of being current. That that's all the news is, right? It's the fact that it's happening now, mm. which in a lot of cases is irrelevant. Like when I was in a bar, for example, the fact that there was a shooting going on somewhere halfway across the world was not relevant to me in that moment. It might be relevant sort of in the in the broader context of, you know, some sort of societal decisions or whatever, but it, mm. at that moment in time, it was not relevant yeah. in any so capacity. You, so what are, you, what are you talking about? Is the notification in the phone of the specific individuals you were sitting with? Uh, yeah, I mean... Specifically, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, but what I'm talking Second. about is is the news, uh, the way that the news is digested and given to people, and is presented as like an important media, an important way to get information, an important way to be enlightened. Which I disagree with. You can be yeah. informed without uh, without uh, dig- without it, getting any current news at all. You can still be is, very informed about is, the world. It is relevant. I mean, it is by definition it's the, relevant. The only problem is like someone saying something in news. It, that it can be biased. Yeah, I mean it's not the only problem. It's it, it's a pro it's a problem. It's not monitored real time, while many news articles are actually read read by a few people before it's published. Do you think that's true? Do you think breaking news articles are are actually read by people before? Uh, you, there's a race to get them out immediately, and a lot of news articles, like a lot of the the fluff stuff, is written by bots. Like uh, like sports articles, like for football news and stuff, which obviously is a pretty sort of tame example. But a lot of them are just written by AI. 
and they're not even read by anybody. I don't know. I think being informed is a completely uh, different discussion than than reading and watching the news. I think the news yeah. is essentially just like uh, it sounds like ridiculous, it. but I think it is th- like it is equivalent to pornography. It's just it's emotion porn. I, mean, I, get, I, get, I get what you're saying, but I think it depends more what articles you're reading. I'm going to chair this meeting and say that we're now going around in circles. Okay, I have another. I have another sort of a. Uh, interesting topic that I wanted to discuss this week. Let's preface this with, I was in London uh, a few years back and I was hanging out with some friends and I was, uh, there was this girl who was a friend of mine and we were on a, a trip somewhere with a bunch of people and I was walking and talking to her and I was talking about this thing that I've thought about a lot. So I play, I play video games and so do you, Guillaume. Uh, Monroe, I don't think you really do. I sold my PlayStation 2 a few days ago or it's being sold soon. What? C- can I have it? Uh, if it's not sold that. Then, yeah. Oh, sick. Yeah, nice. Okay. Anyway, uh, so in certain video games, there's this sort of staple that you can, you know, press the start button or whatever, and you can see an overview of all the things that you've done. Mm-hmm. Like in, in Spider-Man 2, which was a fantastic game, mm-hmm. is for the PlayStation 2, by the way, highly recommended. You mm-hmm. can see, like, number of people that you've punched and number of webs that you've spun and uh, amount of distance you've covered and this sort of stuff. These, like, general stats that are completely irrelevant but are still interesting. Mm-hmm. So I had this this thought that what if when you died there was let's say there was no afterlife mm-hmm. there's there's nothing you're, there's just existence ends except right when you die you enter this room uh, kind of like in the Dark Knight with Morgan Freeman where there's just a big like terminal uh, computer type thing mm-hmm. with a screen and on that terminal you can access any statistic about your life in this sort of vein Ooh. so how many steps you took how many drinks you had how many shits you took you know number of people you slept with etc uh you can access any statistic about this and then when you're done you log off and existence ends forever nice uh, so you don't you don't benefit from this information at all would you use this yes absolutely uh, i would use this i would I'd use find this out 100% the total amount uh, of weight that i produced I'd, in poo yeah, exactly. This sort of shit. I, so this girl. Why? I, I do not. So this girl that I was speaking to, this girl that I was speaking to, took exactly. She took this this point of view. She said, no, I wouldn't care at all. I would just like log off immediately. I don't give a shit. And it was that mindset blew my mind. And yeah. then I was, I introduced this to Anna. I agree. I introduced this to Anna the other night and she, she was the same. She just said, no, it's pointless. There's no, there's no point to this information. But it's just, yeah. ooh, interesting. Yeah. Well, why? There's no point why? to yeah, but there's no point to anything then. If you think yeah. there's no point to that information, there's no point to anything. Agreed. There is no point in anything. Well, then just yeah, die. Then, like, why are you <laughs> drinking water? Why are you having Well, because it's just interesting because it feels good. What? So what, what facts would you access then? Um, I do not know. I have no clue. I, I, I want to know care. how many hours I slept, how many steps I took, how many... But steps why? is boring. No, but like, just start with the easy stuff and build your way up. Like, I just want to know all of it. Wouldn't this just be a way to keep on... Having consciousness, you were just like, eh, how many meter, centimeters of nails did no, I? No, like chew? if I could download <laughs> all <laughs> meters <laughs> of nails, did I chew? No, uh, that's interesting. How much nope. milliliters of poop did I poop? How many? It's just you're just repeating like random questions. Okay, but if I could get all of the information that I would ever want from this machine in one millisecond and understand it completely in that one millisecond and then die, I would still do it. Why? Because it's interesting. There's not. There's not. It's the human spirit to me that, like, it's the fact that the shit doesn't matter, but you still want to know. How many liters of mayonnaise have I eaten? So you just want statistics of your life. Yeah. And that will make. I mean, you're gonna die, and there's nothing. Mm-hmm. 
It doesn't matter. Yeah, no, of course it doesn't matter. Nothing matters then. Why? Because I do not get statistical stuff about how much I pooped in my life. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what? like if if you can... What matters you can... in your life? If that's important, what what what's the worth of your life? You're reading a book right now, a, f- a book of fiction. Why are you doing that? It doesn't matter. Just stop it doing it. It gives me enjoyment. Okay, well, same answer. No, it doesn't give me enjoyment of like, oh, I know that I pooped this much. But it gives me enjoyment. Well, okay. <laughs> I, th- I don't know. I think it's it, do- like, it doesn't make my life meaningless if I do not. Care. I am sold on this topic. I would love to be able to do that. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, it would be incredible. Okay, I would care now, but like the millisecond before I die, why would I bother? What's the difference? What's the difference between now and the millisecond before you die? How many heartbeats did my did I have? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it just gives you. It gives you this look. Oh, nice! And then you just like die, and you don't care. I yeah, mean, that's that's all of life. And that that's, is, lit- that's literally the vibe life. we're going for with this podcast. These people listen to are like, oh, that, nice. <laughs> so don't shit on that, that concept too much. Like, <laughs> that's not important in life. It doesn't give you like, oh, nice, I lived a good life knowing how much I pooped. No, but that doesn't matter. Like, just because it comes at the end doesn't mean that it has to be a big wrap-up. Life's not a sitcom. <laughs> I have an interesting uh, thought that I've had with regards to this. And that's, I would want to know how many people I have uh, unknowingly and indirectly killed. That's actually something I would like to know. Okay, well there you go. <laughs> so think about it. Like th- I've thought about this at like a uh, a traffic light. Yeah. Uh, you're coming up to a traffic light and it's yellow. You can go mm-hmm. or you can stop. Mm-hmm. And that's a very clear fork in existence. Where where if you let's say there has maybe been a time where you've been a traffic light and you've gone and if you had stopped your journey would have changed so that you would have died mm. and vice versa and I want to know this for it's like maybe less important for myself but it's I want to know this for like let's say I took a, a crazy example a banana peel and I was walking on the street and I was like there's no trash can and I threw it on the ground and then mm-hmm. someone stepped on that banana peel hit their head and died like I want to know how many times by one degree I've like indirectly killed somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about this also, but I mean, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> no, nothing matters. But like this, I would want to know. Do you think you've ever indirectly killed somebody? One degree, because once you take like two degrees, it becomes. I feel like there's like, a pretty pretty safe bet that in the next year I will semi directly kill somebody by mistake. Okay, oh yeah, you're a it. doctor, but but the thing is, it, it's. I don't know what it's going to say. <laughs> no, it, it's actually relevant today. Like, if you make a cough at the wrong time, you're like, oh, I'm not that sick, and you go somewhere. You actually make someone ill, and that person dies. Yeah, like someone alive today could have a an indirect body count in the millions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Stanislav Petrov, he had a an indirect body count in the negative billions maybe yes he did uh so i have a controversial question oh um adolf hitler yes does his indirect body count uh add to or offset his direct body count so his direct body count is somewhere uh, somewhere above six million because it was six million uh, people that he killed in the Holocaust, six million Jews, etc. Uh, and then there's the you can add on to that the deaths in the in the Second World War. So we can let's round up. Let's say twenty million people. I don't know yeah. what the yeah. numbers. Twenty million people. Um, do you think that the aftermath of World War II, which is uh, the United Nations, the European Union, uh, human rights, etc., will ever offset that number? Ooh, 
juicy. In modern times, it is the worst thing that has happened, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, you can't really debate it. Like, the this, this sort of shit that I'm talking about is horrific and it is the absolute worst. But, like, from it, we somehow managed to create the best, which is a cool thing. Like, that is a good job. So, a bit of a boring stance that I would take on it is that yeah. I feel like the sort of relative peace that we have had since then uh, Mm -hmm. is more down to the presence of nuclear weapons and all the big powers just not being willing to go to war because of the big powers than it is because we've got the UN and that sort of stuff. Yeah, which is a a result of World War II. True. The Manhattan Project was World War II. Yeah. That's why it happened. Yeah. Uh, The the full scale of what nuclear bombs means is evident because of World War II. Uh, etc. So, like, by the way, did you see that bomb from Lebanon? Beirut. Beirut. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't it, a bomb. I, it was it was stored ammonium nitrate. It's like explosion. Yeah. Expansion. What do you call it? <laughs> but at a least big bang. It's a big bang. It was a big bang. No, but I saw the video. I would think I would be dying if I would see this kind of explosion. Just out of shock. No, I mean just like seeing that cloud come up. Coming towards you, mm-hmm. it looks like a nuclear bomb. Yeah, absolutely. What was it like? Two thousand seven hundred and fifty tons of ammonium nitrate. Yes. Yeah, that's that's juicy. Uh, speaking of juice, should we move on to something uh, something a little less deep? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have we yeah. got, we got have a voicemail? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we have this. Today's a, a, a momentous occasion because finally, 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 we're getting some female representation on this podcast. Nice. Nice. We need a female yeah, guest at some stage as well. I know. I was thinking this. We need, like, come on, boys. We need to up our fucking game here. Yeah. Uh, so here is our voicemail. Hi, I'm Livia. I'm an Italian living in Scotland. Um, having been called out on this podcast before for saying that Domino's pizza wasn't real pizza, which it's not, I wanted to know what your favorite kinds of pizzas are. And for Monroe to explain the deep fried pizza trend in Scotland, because I've never understood this. Okay, stop hating on Domino's. It's delicious. In Iceland, it's delicious. In the UK, it's delicious, and she lives in the UK. It's not delicious, but I still want them to give us money. <sighs> you, when's the last time you had Domino's? I uh, can't remember. Can't well, there you remember. go. Yeah. There you go. You can't you can't knock it if you don't even remember. No, that's because that's because I've been choosing to go elsewhere for my pizza. I mean, what what's wrong with Domino's? Uh, I don't know. I just like more the sort of thin crust, Ugh. nice dough, more... Yeah. I mean, don't, I don't act I'd like, like you're not. Don't act like you are not a little bit fat. <laughs> I am, I am a little bit fat. But when I I used to eat a whole large Domino's, but then I would literally feel like I had a, a like you get the Domino over, you know, you get the the sort of Domino's hangover the next day because you just filled yourself with that much crap. You uh, you like Dude, just the, feel shit the next day. The real professionals get a large pizza and they eat half of it, then and then they eat the other half the next day. 
Yeah, yeah. What was our, our so, wonderful caller called? Olivia. Livia. Livia. No O. No O. Oh, yeah. Livia. Oh. Um, <laughs> she, uh, so she brought up the old battered pizza. Yeah. Uh, I actually, when I was staying in Iceland, we uh, I stayed in a house with people from uh, all different nationalities. So we did little uh, evenings where we'd cook uh, various foods and I cooked them all battered Mars bars. And that mm-hmm. just evolved into a batter party one night where nice. we just battered licorice and cheese and grapes and pasta. And, and your wives. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no? Okay. Um, uh, yeah, that was good. But the battered pizza. So I've, I've had one once. Or I've had a couple of slices of one once when my friend got one. Mm-hmm. And it was heavy. Heavy is how I'd describe it. I've had better pizzas and buttered Mars bars. I think battered Mars bars are overrated. No, personally, disagree. Yeah. Okay, okay, fine. Uh, have you had a b- good battered Milky I had Way? A, I, I had that in Scotland once, like yeah, battered Mars. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I, I hyped it in my head. I thought it would be amazing, and it was just like mm, all right. It's greasy. But I've had a, I've had a battered pizza, and but I've like. I've only had it in the middle of the night, if you know what I mean. Mm. And it was, I was good. I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't my go-to. No. No, I think like, p- I had- pizza in itself, you know, there's a, there's a lot to be said for the classics. And pizza is probably the most classic of classics. Yeah. And, you know, you don't need to, you don't need to do anything to it to make it delicious. No. So my, uh, we need to answer her in terms of favorite pizzas. So I have a hard time answering this question, but I eat, I've been eating a lot of pizza lately, and my sister, she's called me out on this a few times. Uh, I am big on the Domino's, and what I do is I split it in half a lot of the time and get one with a barbecue base and one with a regular base. Mm. And I think she's going to hate me for this, like, because she's such a pizza purist, but yeah, half barbecue base mm, with like loads of sloppy shit, extra sauce and everything, and then the other one regular. Ooh, eat half of it the day before, half of the day after. Dip the crust in fucking blue cheese sauce. Mm. No garlic and herb sauce from Domino's, baby. Yeah, in Iceland, in Iceland they don't do that sauce. Oh. So in the UK you get it just like automatically with your pizza, but here you don't. I'm going uh, thin crust with dolce de latte cheese, caramelized red onion, and artichoke heart from Bella Vista in Bristol, and it's only oh a fiver. God. You can upgrade it from a ten inch to a twelve inch for a pound. That's what, what he said. said. You're Dol- getting dolce, dolce de leche cheese. Yeah, blue cheese. Ooh. Mm. And because of the way the old circles work, I think going from a 10 inch to a 12 inch gets you about 33% more pizza. Mm. Mm. Size hey, matters. Do you yeah. have some skills of the week? Do you, are you not going to mention your favorite pizza? My favorite pizza? Yeah. I like pizza. <laughs> We actually, Gunn and I, we do pizza parties sometimes. He has a sick, like, outside wood-burning pizza oven. Mm, it's nice. That's uh, good. You can just put anything on it. Uh, skill of the week is put everything on your pizza. I've the got a more, skill of the week. The more the better. Okay, hit us up. Mm. Uh, so my skill of the week is for all the, uh, all the couples out there who uh, okay. shack up in the same bed in the evenings. Mm. Nice. Get two separate duvets. None of this double duvet malarkey. Mm. And... You've got just, you know, the capacity to snuggle. But then also, when it's time to sleep, you've just got that no no pulling, no stealing the duvet. You've just got your own duvet and everyone's happy. And it, it's, so just, the, it's just a better sleep. Double duvets aren't a thing here. So when I moved to the UK, that was the, that was my first encounter 
with the double duvet. Really? Yeah, and I thought it was ridiculous. It, it was is just, ridiculous, yeah. Like, what? what is the point? What are you doing? You're just creating an extra problem for yourself with no benefit. Yeah. Yeah, so double duvets are, I don't know, it's like the... Um, so you guys, you've made two mistakes over there in the UK that are, well, I mean, you've made a lot, but these <laughs> two are made a few. They're funny. They're funny because they're sort of opposites. Uh, for the duvet, you did, you fused them into one duvet. That's stupid. Don't do that. Are oh, you going to talk and about with taps your, next? And with your taps, you took the one tap and you split it into two and then we, you have a cold one and a hot one. That's did. insane. Yeah, it is insane. Insane. It? it is. Nobody enjoys having to wash their hands and it's always in the bathroom, which is yeah. retarded because that's, you use that tap to wash your hands so like you don't want to be alternating between hot and cold that's so stupid i can't disagree with you not one little bit it's just uh, do you know this go down i did not know this but i have seen this it's just when it you is mention it. i've seen people rig like because everyone hates it so i've seen people take like a two liter soda bottle and like cut two yeah. holes on the top and one on the bottom and like make an ad hoc mixing thing <laughs> <laughs> no one should have to resort to that no they should just buy. Or to be fair, it's it's very much going. We're, is we're, it? No. Yeah, it is. I should hope so because it's just it's unacceptable. Like we live in a society. You know what I mean? Maybe next week I'll be able to explain it. I just started listening to a podcast by Malcolm Gladwell, which was all about why good ideas take so long to catch on. Okay. Um, and I haven't finished. Was it he yet. talking about architecture or something? I think. No, I've... he was talking about there was a famous basketball player who, rather than throwing the traditional overarm throw to uh, try mm, and yeah, score yeah. a hoop, he would throw the granny throw. Yeah. And his uh, and basically there was someone did some study of it and ba- and basically showed that this was a better way to throw and that it just improved and his stats went up. I think he went from sort of 40% to just under 70% in terms of uh, how many throws he would actually get in the hoop. I don't really know my basketball terminology. Um, Mm -hmm. But despite that, he went back to the overarm throw and went back down to his 40% uh, hoopage score. Um, (laughs) Because it's so uh, uncool. Yeah, uh, that's basically what it boiled down to. It's just that it just wasn't, it wasn't cool. But I will finish it and then maybe next week update on why good ideas take so long to catch on. Yeah, this was a, it was a physics paper. I think it was in Nature or something. This this basketball paper where they just demonstrated conclusively that this was a better way to throw free throws. Yeah, just based on physics alone, like not based on like shooting ability or something. Just based on like the trajectory of the ball. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is interesting, but it is uncool. So and better to arrive late than to arrive ugly, as they say. Mm-hmm. Is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's better to suck and be cool than to be lame and be good. Cool. Uh, yeah, on that note, that's my uh, that's my tip of the week. It's better <laughs> to suck and be cool than to be lame and be good. Uh, Guillaume, I'm going to let you go first. Do you have any parting words? The tans will be fade. Wait, I'm going to start again. The, ta- <laughs> the tans will fade away, but the memories will last forever. Uh, are you following some 12 year old on instagram or something what is this (laughs) on myspace and and i have another another quote okay be kind oh it's it's even with a b like the the fly oh hey uh yeah speaking of which i'm gonna i'll have a pun ready next episode nice so much to wait for next episode (laughs) yeah there's gonna be a, a a pun so that's cool uh 
Monroe, do you have any parting wards? Send us your voicemails. Yeah, uh, do that. So send us your voicemails uh, so that we can talk about how you are wrong about pizza. Livia, you are wrong about pizza. Uh, but send us your voicemails. Uh, send us anything, really. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Uh, I'm such a bad, bad boy. Uh, we have a user submission that's going to be our outro theme. Oh, nice. We have, we have uh, Dave Randall singing our intro theme. <laughs> yes. Yay. <laughs> Who's that? Who is that? Uh, he is a friend, a lover, a fighter, actually. Uh, so I went on a skiing trip to Slovakia with a bunch of dudes, and this is one of them. And uh, there were some boxing gloves and stuff at this house that we were staying in, and we are just so stupid that we decided to have uh, every other night uh, a, a fight, an organized fight so we we were there were six of us so we paired us up into twos and every other night there would be one matchup uh and i like yeah then one night i just decided to i think i had two fights and i ended up having like a black eye and stuff and this was like at the start of covid so i was flying home we looked like pieces of shit we were like flying home in the middle of the night trying to escape Pol- uh, Slovakia to Poland to fly to the UK and I had a black eye and we were just we looked like pieces of shit uh, he's one of these guys so he is a fighter uh, he punched me in the face I punched him in the face uh, now he's singing for us oh, wait wait I, I, I'm not I haven't been recording you're lying <laughs> yes <laughs> it, it, it didn't work this time uh, <sighs> Not the day for that. On the day of yeah. our first domestic as well. Yeah, we already had a fight today. We don't want to have another one. I was trying. I was trying. <laughs> you were trying. Uh, so, peace peace and love. Uh, thanks for the bagels. You know who we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> keep on trekking, right? This is, uh, these are, this is the beautiful voice of Dave Randall. Goodbye, folks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Please, Monroe, please, Monroe, please, Monroe, we're calling you, pick up your phone. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it.